Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. It's queer pride season in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and it seems it wouldn't be pride without a bit of controversy. This week it emerged that the New Zealand AIDS Foundation would not be participating in the Rainbow Parade in Auckland on the 20th of February 2021. Now this is the second largest event in the pride season in Auckland. They did say they would be attending Auckland Pride's alternative event called Our March. Now, as you can imagine, that news was greeted with outrage by some in the Auckland Rainbow communities. Uh, Just a note before the interview begins, I refer to a date for the Our March as the 27th of March. It is, in fact, the 27th of February 2021. So, as I promised here to discuss, the issue is the Chief Executive Officer of the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, Jason Myers. Jason Myers, uh, good afternoon. Good to talk to you. Good afternoon. I had confirmation from you the other day that uh, the Foundation was not going to be at the Rainbow Parade this Saturday. That's now been postponed. Can I get confirmation that the, the Foundation is or has been and still intends to have full participation in the hour march on the 27th of march yes that's correct we do okay so let's uh, let's just go through this as to um as to why there was going to be no participation in the rainbow parade what what went on there sure just at the top andrew i just want to make it really clear that uh absence from the rainbow parade uh, and our plan of participation in the march is in no way a reflection of us uh, taking sides or supporting one section of the community uh, or indeed snubbing the parade. Um, I acknowledge, of course, the optics, uh, and these were certainly considered in the decision-making process. Uh, but NZAF supports both Rainbow Pride Auckland and the Pride Festival in their endeavours. Um, you know, as you know, NZIF would be foolish uh, to align with one or other of these bodies, uh, and I just need to make uh, really clear that we are not, um, despite uh, the stories people may be telling themselves. Okay, but let's explore that. So, so what what went on in order for that um, decision to be made? Sure. So, NZIF sent an email uh, invite out um, to 1,901 people. Um, so that was just a database query um, that included uh, everybody who joined us in last year's Pride, uh, World AIDS Day volunteers, um, and our current condom packing volunteers in Auckland. And the events we sought um, support and participation for were the three big ones that we fully intended uh, to be involved with this year. Obviously, the Big Day Out, which is our own, uh, and the Pride March and the Rainbow Parade. We got over 300 people registered for the big day out, mm-hmm. um, over 20 for the Pride March, um, but only four for the Rainbow Parade. And we've made a decision prior to the call going out that we would need at least 10 or 15 people to justify a presence in either of those walking events. And so uh, it's that reason that we chose uh, not to register a float in the Rainbow Parade. And that really is the end of the story. <laughs> when, uh, when was the email sent? Uh, I don't have the exact date in front of me, but I imagine it would have been in January sometime. Were the kind of alarm bells ringing? I mean, that seems surprising given the fact that there was a, a, a reasonably sized contingent last year at the Rainbow Parade. And of course, the AIDS Foundation has had a significant presence in pride parades and going back back in history, um, possibly even hero parades. So did, were there alarm bells? Did that surprise all of you at the Foundation? 
Well, yeah, it was it was disappointing. You know, we can't um, we can't magic up numbers, um, and I've copped a bit of flack around. Uh, you know, where's the team? Um, in fact, um, both of the walking events are voluntary for the end of day team, and really, that's an HR conversation. You know, we uh, have known from um, uh, previous years that this month places an extraordinary amount of pressure. Uh, on NZAF's people, and really it's part of my role uh, to ensure their safety and well-being. So uh, clocking out endless amounts of time in lieu um, and becoming exhausted while they're at it uh, is not ideal, particularly uh, the weekend immediately after, uh, you know, our clearly our biggest event of the year. And, and seven days wouldn't be enough time for people to rest? Well, the thing is they're not able to rest in between. Uh, you know, people are having to save that time in lieu because they're involved in other elements of the festival or, or other parts of, uh, of their work. So essentially, uh, the second largest event on the Pride calendar will have no safe sex messaging in it. Is that the case? Well, um, as it happens, it may well because uh, we're excited to put the call out again when we have a new date uh, for the Rainbow Parade and hope to be able to be there. Um, but had it gone ahead this weekend, uh, then it wouldn't have had any messaging from the AIDS Foundation, no. Isn't that worrying? Isn't, isn't it your mandate to make sure that those messages are at these key events? Uh, not specifically, no. Um, I would say our mandate is uh, to use our resources uh, in the best way possible uh, to advance our vision, mission and goals. And, you know, that's my uh, daily work, making decisions to prioritise um, those resources. And we simply cannot be uh, everywhere and meeting all expectations all of the time. And people won't always agree with the decisions I make. Um, and of course, in this instance, uh, people have made themselves abundantly clear. I bet they have. Yeah. I'm okay with I'm okay with that, um, and we don't have to agree all the time. What I need to be able to do is stand up with integrity and represent NZF's position. Um, I can't do anything about people telling themselves stories uh, that this is NZF siding with. Uh, one half of the pride faction over another. But given the fact of how divided our community is, it's kind of obvious that people would, you know? Of course. And, and as I said at the top, you know, that was very much um, on the table as we you know, had to deal with the reality of having four people uh, wanting to represent NZAF in the parade. Um, you know, the optics are not great, and that's mm. fully acknowledged. Well, particularly, particularly though, Jason, when you look at, uh, there is a, what, 25-year history at least of parades in the city, pride, pride-like parades, they have, have different names, and those messages have always been there, and it has always been a priority, particularly because they get more coverage than things like the Hour March across the country and to men who have sex with men, which are, is the main, one of the main focuses of your organisation, right across sure. the country, that messaging is available. Though Those images are seen everywhere. So it's, it feels like a, very, a, a lost opportunity. And of course, I, I fully appreciate the position you're in, but you can see how, from a community perspective, this looks like an own goal. It looks like a major stuff-up, even if you have some genuine reasons as to, as to why this has occurred. 
sure. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, and all I would ask for is uh, a bit of understanding mm-hmm. um, and and uh, a listening to um, the organisation's perspective. So I appreciate the chance to put it on record. Thank you. Um, and as I said, you know, uh, let's have another crack um, when we have a new date because, uh, you know, as was our full intention, um, we wanted to be at the Rainbow Parade, um, but four people does not make a parade float. Do you have any sense of why this might have occurred? Why people weren't interested? Oh, look, I wouldn't like to speculate. Uh, you know, it's clear that um, we have uh, significant division um, in the community. I don't think that's any uh, secret sparking back to the 2018 split. Um, uh, I don't know uh, if what has shown up here is a result of that or not. Um, but as I say, you know, NZAF would be foolish uh, to take sides in that split, and nor would we. You know, we are an apolitical organisation uh, trying to do our best for all uh, the communities that we serve. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, a little bit about sponsorship because there are one or two community organisations that will not be, I've heard, will not be marching or weren't going to march in the Rainbow Parade. Uh, one of the sponsors of that uh, parade is New Zealand Post, who are also one of your sponsors. And uh, have you spoken to them about this? Because I, I imagine it must be quite worrying for people, or corporates, who put money into organisations like yourself and, and others in the community and then those organisations not turn up to march with them in a parade like this. It must be quite worrying for them. So so what would you say to them? Sure. I have spoken uh, or heard from New Zealand Post personally. Uh, my team may well have, so I'm hesitant to say uh, anything. Um, but what I would say to them is what I've said to you. You know, we would have loved to have been uh, on the street uh, uh, in the Rainbow Parade. Uh, and we you know, would have reiterated our gratitude uh, for their, their support. Uh, I have been. I have spoken to a number in the community, and some of them are, are saying to me, "You know, we think there are staff members within the foundation who are not in favour of the Rainbow Parade, so they have taken sides." If that is true, would that be a concern to you? It would. Um, you know, clearly, I'm not uh, going to be drawn on questions about uh, individual NZAF staff members. Of course. In a, in a public interview. Uh, and what else I would encourage your listeners to do is to come to me uh, with those concerns rather than the media or social media, because I don't think that does anyone any favours. Uh, but yes, if that was true, uh, and I'm not aware that it is, then it would be of concern to me, and I would act on it. And of course, uh, even though you are a charitable trust, your organisation is a charitable trust, you are welded to our community. So it is fully understandable. And, you, you know, the AIDS Foundation has been one of the linchpins and saviours, if you like, for our community for a long time. So, of course, people are going to be concerned about this and... They're going to put heat on you because that, that's what happens. It's, it's your lot, I'm afraid. Of course. And look, I'm happy, I'm happy to take the heat. I just, you know, I ask for a bit of uh, perspective taking. I ask for the heat to come um, respectfully. And I fully understand uh, where the heat is coming from. You know, I've acknowledged uh, from the start uh, the optics are not ideal. Um, but the truth um, behind the story is, you know, very brief and boring, to be honest. Um, nothing more. Jason Myers, thank you so much. I know you're a very busy man. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate the questions. 
That was Jason Myers, the CEO of the New Zealand AIDS Foundation. Just a reminder, I mentioned the wrong date for the hour march in that interview. It is on the 27th of February 2021. Don't turn up on the 27th of March, you'll be marching alone. Uh, now you can hear another interview on this topic with Michael Stevens, a former chair of the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, on my website, andrewwhiteside.com. Uh, also, don't forget to check out more content on my site. And while there, you can also uh, sign up for my weekly, fortnightly and monthly newsletters if you wish. I'm Andrew Whiteside. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon.